people who look at the stars and wish we welcome you to episode 52 of fangirls and fairy tales book pod i'm megan i'm katie and i'm kayla and this episode is sponsored by natalie warner thanks natalie thank you, thank you natalie and we have a very special guest today regine hi what up regine today, hi everybody <laughs> today we're talking about house of flame and shadow which, as you likely know, is the third installment in Sarah J. Mass's Crescent City series, which is set to come out January 30th, 2024, or one week after this episode comes out. You're crazy. It's just a fun discussion to remind ourselves where everyone left off at the end of Hosab and to chat theories and what we're hoping for in House of Flame and Shadow. Oh, While yes. this episode will be focused on the Crescent City series, we will probably be pulling information from the entire SJM universe, including Akatar and Throne of Glass consider yourself warned katie you can participate fully now <laughs> i can buy she finished no more kicking you to the other room i know right where i have to like <laughs> plug my ears and, and hum <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh and speaking of if you haven't heard the news the sjm universe is expanding because bloomsbury confirmed that they have sarah on contract for six more books after house of flame and shadow including some of which are part of the brand new series so that is very exciting oh i don't know how i missed that part a brand new series yes, a brand new series do you think it'll be tied in yes yeah i think so oh my gosh okay so make sure to follow <laughs> us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us hopefully they will too uh reminder we are explicit this is for adults only adult content you've been warned Follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Fangirls and Fairy Tales. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Fangirls and Fairy Tales book pod. Supporting our podcast keeps us going. All patrons gain access to our exclusive Discord channel as well as live recordings once a month. Additional perks are available to different tiers such as exclusive bonus content, speculation hangouts every other month, access to our close friends on Instagram, and lots, lots more. You can send any questions or concerns to our email at fangirlsandfairytales at gmail.com. Before we go into the summary, mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask Regine if she could do a little intro yeah. of herself. Sure. Hi, I'm Regine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have something to add, Megan? <laughs> no, I was just going to say, uh, I was just going to tell everybody that Regine is a long-term friend and we love her very much and we're so happy to have her on the podcast. Yes. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, we met. Coming. Oh my gosh, so long coming. I was going to say we met because of Fish and Flick years and years and years ago. Um, I'm a big Akatar fan. Let me, and well, I'm an Akatar fan, Crescent City, and all of them, but I came in on Crescent City One, was my first Sarah J. Mass book, which is a hefty one to come into the universe on. No so I read that one first, and then nothing else from that series was out because it was. 2020 so I went back and then read all of Throne of Glass and then read through Akatar and then Crescent City 2 so my intro was like heavy fantasy world building and then kind of the backtrack but I'm a Throne of Glass like girl that's my series Aelin has my whole heart but I'm excited for all this like crossover stuff mm -hmm. that, is, that is a different that's it that's all the things about me I have a bunch of cats <laughs> she does i feel like that's a different a different than most oh no i can't hear you guys oh no you can't hear us oh they came back it came back okay, sorry okay, okay. that's okay 
<laughs> I was just saying, I feel like it's a different journey than you typically hear for intro to SJM. Like so many yes, people I didn't... started with Throne of Glass or Akatar, it's rarer that someone starts with Crescent City and then the way that you split it up to. Yeah. Yeah, I had a weird roundabout stuff. journey. Oh, I think so too. And I think I'm I'm a little hard on Farah because of coming in from Bryce to Aelin to then Farah. I think it's given me a very different view of Akatar than a lot of people who start in that world. But mm-hmm. I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we go into our summary? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm sure that I've forgotten a lot of things. I really wanted to get both Crescent Cities reread before today, but I didn't. It's a lot. lot. I didn't get them both reread. So this is pulling from my memory. If anything is incorrect or I missed anything major, anybody feel free to jump in. Discord, you guys. Okay. So quick HOSAB summary. The the highlights, the bullet points, because there's a lot that happens in that book. Most of the book, Bryce and crew are looking for Emil who's Sophie Renaf's little brother. I heard a meal. Like a meal? A like meal. Dinner. <laughs> They're looking for a meal. They're looking for a snack. <laughs> a meal? I think I'm saying that right. You are. I you just, are. My ears are just weird. Um, Sophie Renaf's little brother believes to have a rare magical gift that the Asteri have a vested interest in quelching. When they find him, Bryce tells us he has no powers actually. And she changes his name and sends him off to live with Ember and Randall like a witness protection program. We learn throughout this book so many times that Danica was, well, we didn't learn this so many times. We learned this once. (laughs) She was friends with Sophie (laughs) and apparently keeping a thousand more secrets than Bryce could ever fathom. That's the thing. It's just like every five chapters. It's like, oh, Danica knew this and just didn't tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Dumbledore. Yep. Yep. Um, Brass's Bryce, Bryce, bleep, combined those words. Bryce's asshole sire, aka <laughs> the Autumn King, is trying to force her into a marriage arrangement with a distant cousin, Cormac, who, side note, has Fenris like winnowing powers and starts teaching it to Bryce. Mm-hmm. But it turns out he was actually in love with Sophie, who sadly is found dead in the water, killed sort of accidentally by the hind. It is confirmed like five times that Bryce and Hunt are in fact mates. You do not want that to be true. <laughs> like they really don't. They really don't. But Sarah said, so it's true. Yeah. <laughs> they are mates. She was aghast at the question too. I know. Like, yeah. like, That's yes, they are. in my brain forever. Bryce is having none of her father's bullshit. She announces Athelar as her mate and Prince of the Fae in front of everyone at the ball and the Asteri who were like on the giant screen projected into the into the space um rigelus rigelus how does everyone say his name i think i say rigelus i don't know however you want what do you i hundred percent said regulus so (laughs) yeah well that that dude has been (laughs) (laughs) watching and scheming and manipulating bryce for the Asteri's own goals, which, as it turns out, are to continue sucking all the first light, not only from all the veneer in Crescent City, but to keep conquering other worlds and revisit worlds that they've lost before. Hmm. They intend to use her starborn powers and the horn on her back to open portals and gates to other worlds so they can suck them dry as well. He lured her to the Crystal Palace. This is the end of Hosab, if you've forgotten, where she learns all the shady shit they've been up to. 
<laughs> before they all get captured, including Rune and Hunt, because they obviously went with her. Alpha holes. Um, throughout the book, Rune has been having these super secret, sometimes spicy, mind meetings with a mystery someone who is part of the human rebellion. And later, when they're in deep shit in the Asteri's dungeon, we find out it was the hind all along. And she's a super spy for the rebellion and saves their butts. Again, sort of. <laughs> Ethan discovers one of the seers chained up in a bathtub is actually a long lost wolf. This sounds insane. I've <laughs> <laughs> read this series. <laughs> it really does. This chained is all one book. This sounds like something Kelly made up. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Ethan discovers one of the seers chained up in the bathtub is actually a long lost wolf. He steals a dragon and some sprites from the astronomer and then goes back to save the wolf. (laughs) I can't get over how absurd this is. (laughs) Cormac gets blown up at Redner's lab, RIP, unless he winnowed out of there real quick like. Um, not a peep out of Adis. Jessica Roga is still a giant question mark. That is Bryce's boss. Uh, well, was at Griffin Antiquities for anyone who has forgotten. Hypaxia is a necromancer. Baryon has taken the blood oath to the Viper Queen. Back at the Crystal Palace, Rune gives Bryce the Star Sword and welcomes what he believes is his doomed fate, due to the Oracle saying that he would be the last of the royal bloodline when he was younger. He mind speak tells her to go, go to hell, find Adis, get help. And in a very heartbreaking scene, <sighs> says, Long live the queen. Hunt is recrowned, read enslaved by Rigulus, Rigulus, and knows nothing at all now. Bryce goes through the gate, gets yanked sideways. That's important, I believe. And her ass lands right in Faye Sand's front yard in Polaris, <laughs> taking us all by giant surprise. As takes her inside where she meets most of the gang, Amran, Cassian, Nestin, Feyre, and Resand. See, I put Resand at the end literally for that reason, and I didn't even realize it. Resand <laughs> and, you know, that wouldn't have been sense. Resand looks just like Rune. Amran looks like Fury. Amran is visibly shaken, and it takes a lot to shake Amran. When she sees the star sword, like, because it looks like truth teller. And then I just added that little, like, prophecy at the end. When knife and sword are reunited, so shall our people be. So that, that is the, my summary of Hosab. Did I miss anything major or important or any major character? You did not mention a single otter. Kind of problematic. <laughs> that, that was really unforgivable of me. Actually. Yeah, it, you can hold that over my head for the next ten years. <laughs> Where's it's the actually called Crescent City Post? That's the actual series. There's yeah. nothing else involved yeah. other than the otters. I hope at the end the otters have like some crazy actual meaning. I know they don't, and they that's might. the point of them. No. Just but so like, damn. I know. Wouldn't that be so funny? You can't even trust what Sarah says. So even yeah, though she said, true. oh, it was just for fun. It's true. You never know. That's true. So before we like get straight into like talking and theorizing and asking questions, um, Regine, do you want to read the House of Flame and Shadow blurb that we have? Yes. Yeah, no problem. Bryce Quinlan never expected to see a world other than Midgard, but now that she has, all she wants is to get back. 
Everything she loves is in Midgard, her family, her friends, her mates. Stranded in a strange new world, she's going to need all her wits about her to get home again, and that's no easy feat when she has no idea who to trust. Hun Avalar has found himself in some deep holes in his life, but this one might be the deepest of all. After a brief few months of everything he ever wanted, he's in the Asiri's dungeon again, stripped of his freedom and without a clue as to Bryce's fate. He's desperate to help her, but until he can escape the Asiri's leash, his hands are quite literally tied. Oof. Drama. Okay. The one thing I do want to say about that, though, is and we we said this on the podcast before, I think, but just to, like, tamper everyone's expectations, I don't think CC3 is going to be, like, a giant book of all the merging things. Like, it's still Bryce and Hunt's story, and I think this confirms that. It makes me... I agree. Yeah. But it makes me wonder, then, what Akatar 5 is going to be. Right. Because that, I feel, actually is going to answer a lot more questions uh-huh. than this. I agree. Um, I, I'm wondering if the end of CC3 is actually going to just leave us with more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of frustrating. <laughs> um, because it's also, if, I think if you go on Goodreads, it says that there's like a novella coming, right? Mm-hmm. It, it does say that. And it says that on my Libby, too. It says that there's a guess it was Libby. That's right. And maybe that novella will be a little like bridge kind of between CC3 and what's going to happen. Especially since we know that one of the bonus chapters is Bryce, Azriel, and Nesta. Yeah. It could be like related to that. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Okay. So we have some questions. I'm going to ask one at a time and we're all going to answer. Um, as we go through them and they're they're kind of like very open-ended questions so it's okay if we take a while to get through these so the first one is what is one thing that you hope will happen in crescent city three anybody want to go first i will okay because i wrote Look it down because i'm charge. type a and i took note <laughs> <laughs> i okay so like obviously a lot of things i would like to happen in cc3 most of which will probably not happen because that's what Sarah does but I think I want it to be heavy on the universe explained I I think it's going to be a heavy like research book I think we're going to like learn the stacking learn all of that and that's like my I'm, I'm here for it because I need to figure out how all this happens so I think biggest hope is that some of that if not all of it is started to explain, be explained so like how the worlds are intertwined yeah yeah is it stacked is it simultaneous are we on a timeline are we moving like forward what is the multiverse here I think Sarah in an interview said this is an old interview though before Hostab came out so she could have changed the way she's doing it but she said that they are like stacked like like how Meryl talks Mm -hmm. about in Silver Flames yes that they're stacked and simultaneously happening that they're like all happening at once which is interesting it is because there there was a lot of talk about like are they time hopping too like how is this working like where is the timeline and it's nice to like have confirmation that it is all at once I didn't you actually talk about that because you were like well they you know like Akatar they speak well like hold on sorry like Bryce speaks like an old language to Mm -hmm. Mm Reese so like it's just kind of weird to see 
how and that intertwines. You brought up, you're like, even if they are on the on the same time frame, do they all experience time differently? Yeah. But if you just don't have I don't know. I think that they're all just happening simultaneously. Crazy. Well, um, and them talking about the theory talking about like the fae moving from world to world, an old language could just be from another right. planet. But the old language instead that, of old. The bright the old language that Bryce uses though, it's it's not the language she speaks. Oh, it's, that's right. Yeah, she specifically right. when they, she realizes she they can't that. hear, yeah. they they can't understand what she's saying. Then she tries the old fae language, and Amran is like, "Whoa," because right. she doesn't, you know, know anyone See, who knows why we're doing that. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Janine pointed out too, like they use old language. Well, they they know of old language, but they also have technology. But then, like in Akatar, they don't have technology. It's it's very interesting how it's it all going to tie together. Mm-hmm. Is Bryce going to pull out her cell phone and they're going to be like, what the fuck? Is Can that? she use her cell phone in, in Peruvian? Right. Roaming. Can she call Hunt? I think that I want answers about lineages, Hunts and Bryce's, mm. and, and even like more information. Like we, I'm in my Crescent City one reread right now, and she talks about the Avalon face so much. And that's where Rune gets his Daimati powers. That's where mm-hmm. he gets his shadow wielding. And that that's where his father sent him to train to learn those things too. He learned from his cousins. So that's also where the like uh, the the Prince Isles or whatever, wherever he went to like win the Star Sword, that's where that was too. So I, I want more information about like all of that. That's what I'm I'm hoping that CC3 wraps up the questions that we started we have from like literally the first 20 percent of crescent city one <laughs> like yeah right <laughs> like finally give us some answers and then in turn that could also potentially give us answers about obviously resan's lineage or like mm-hmm. what about amrin mm-hmm. like that's also mm-hmm. interesting and like is there anybody in prithian who came from another land that we know you know what i mean i kind of I was talking about this a little bit before we recorded, but like, I kind of hope that we see a throne of glass character. It would be really interesting. I don't know in what capacity that is like kind of where I'm stuck because like, that would be a lot of, that would be a lot to be like, okay, let's bring in like throne of glass realm. Right. I'm going to call them realms, but like, what if I mean we know that Aelin saw these lands so like what if it, can we talk about the fact that at the end of Kingdom of Ash after she sees these lands multiple times both Dorian and Aelin are called world walkers and yeah. can we also talk about mm-hmm. the fact that she was writing Crescent City 1 simultaneously while writing with Kingdom, of, Kingdom Ash. of Ash I know so I'm like okay so I don't want to get ahead of myself too much I agree Mia but like who are flame and shadow and could flame and are flame and shadow people aelin is the queen of flame and shadow i know (laughs) (laughs) if there was anyone from throne of glass i feel like the most unfinished story to me is dorian yeah yeah there was so much left for him like it just kind of ended and i could see him being pulled because it's kind of like aelin did the absolute most Mm-hmm. in those books in kingdom of ass and if it pulled dorian over i feel like 
that would he would be like all right let's go again I'm just chilling like I didn't finish last time there's also still um Vaughn who -hmm. is the unaccounted cadre unaccounted for part of the cadre and he's no longer tied to Maeve and he's like just out there somewhere just out there somewhere shifting about I agree Mia I think it would be cool to also maybe see Manon um oh oh that could be cool that'd be lovely I think that it's it's why did she do this to us because <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many she set it up so there's so many possibilities but like so many. clearly is starborn or has some starborn lineage because Something. she has the crown of stars and she has Valk. so she has both of those in her like that is her, that had that had to be for a reason like we know that it mm-hmm. ha- had a, it had an evil reason initially like right to use you know but like the fae side i want to know who the fae who the fae were that breeded with the vag princes to like give to produce the witches you know yeah i need more information there also they had white light at the yielding like white white light so that's star that's starborn light like that's Aelin was often uh, compared to like burning as bright as a star too Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. there's constantly like the same sort of words Used and, again and again in cc1 literally just this morning i was reading it and rune when in the very beginning and like bryce comes over to talk to rune and he's high on mirth root and he keeps looking at her and she's so bright he can't look at him and he just keeps saying in his head starlight 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 and she has a mm. halo a light halo that he's when he's looking at her and i'm like what does it mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry we got totally to sidetracked it's okay <laughs> katie did you have um something you wanted to say about I what just, you think one thing you hope will happen in cc3 i just want rune to be okay oh, oh. that might be a really high hope i know <laughs> she just keeps saying all like you should be wary like, for she, him like, fucking with us she could be we just talked about how much we can't trust her look at what she did to aelin i know yeah it's true over <laughs> Poor Aelin. Yeah. I love Aelin. Okay. Speaking of Aelin, name one character you think will be important from a past book or another series even. Emil. You think? I think he's going to be important. Yep. Who did I just want to say? Oh my God. It's. You're going to know her name. Meryl. Meryl. I think Meryl yeah. from Silver Flames is going to be important. I can't remember where it was in Silver Flames, but she's the one who is like basically researching worlds, right? It's like yep. yeah, when she meets when she's meeting Gwen, that's when you first learn about her. She was studying the Valkyrie and then started studying. Which I don't think that's a coincidence either that she was studying the Valkyrie and that led her into researching. So many questions. So many questions. I think Amryn. And I'm going to say Amran's Flash Fury because there is some connection there. And I think that is going to be really important. I think Amran's going to be very critical to this somehow. Mm-hmm. That she has to be. That's why she was brought back. Yeah. yeah. I hope my boy Azrael is super important. I think he will be because he's got Truth Tower. I think he always yeah. is. But I, I a lot think... of people in the Patreon are, um, or the Discord are talking about Jezeba. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah, I too. we need. Oh yeah, she knows so much. We need more information. Sorry, Katie, I cut you off. No, it's okay. I don't think 
I can hope that, but I don't think we'll really get much more of Azrael till Akatar, the next one. Is that technically five or six? Are we counting the novella? It's five. Okay, thank you. Frost and Starlight is considered three point five. <laughs> thank you. That helps. Um, okay, do we think that Flame and Shadow will end on a cliffhanger? Of course. Do we think Sarah's going to do what Sarah does? Yes. I think it's going to wrap up Bryce and Hunt's story because Sarah's alluded to that. But there's mm-hmm. going to be lots of other cl- questions and po- potentially a cliffhanger that like spurs into a spinoff story or like makes sense in a different series. I yeah, like I that. agree. It's like a, it's going to be like a half cliffhanger. Yeah. I think we're going to get a lot of things wrapped up, but we're also going to have new giant questions. Her statement she, Sarah made about like having written it and then threw it away and wrote it again made me so curious of like, was it too nice? Was it too clean and like right? happy? So you're like, no, let me throw that away. Like, why did she, why did she have to start it over again? And that makes me think it was like what we would have wanted. And then she was like, can't do that and threw it away. Yeah, for them to be like, get the next copy and be like, oh, now this is a Sarah book. Like, yeah, what does that? Like, what mean? does that mean? Oh. That means it's gonna be an emotional freaking roller coaster. That means that something's gonna happen. And there's some scheming in the, the background at the pages. last second. It all flips. <sighs> Once you hit the last hundred pages, you know you're not putting that book down. No, like you're when I finished Hosap, I was up all night. I was reeling for days. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. think about anything else. I hope that's not how it is with this one. <laughs> I feel like the ending I'm of this work one. Off. I am too. I'm taking a whole week. Is not gonna be as reeling as the last one. I agree because that was like yeah. so big. That was a lot. I think it's gonna leave us set up for the next Akatar. In my like, it's going to be Crescent City because there's still more books to come. But I think that it's going to like. I feel like Akatar is not gonna be the main Akatar crew is not going to be as heavy in this book so that it stays Crescent City, but then it's going to leave us to yeah, the main crew like doing something else. That makes sense, too. How long do we think that we're going to be in Prithian? I, it's, the way that she talked about it, it sounds like not very long. Hmm. Yeah. It might... But who's is someone going to come with her to Crescent City? Come back? Yes, I think so. Bryce? Mm-hmm. Are they for sure going back? Bryce? Like going back to Crescent City? Because in my head, I'm like, are they still going to try and get to hell? Like, are they going to try to figure out how to go from (gasps) Akatar World to hell instead of trying to go back to Crescent City? So it's like, who's going to go with her to hell? And then are they going to go from hell to Crescent City? Or are they going to go back? And then she's going to go alone. Like that's in my head, we're going to hell one way or the other here. Yep. Are they going to use the the um the dread trove? Well, yes, but are they going to use the um? Oh my god, I'm blinking. Is I'm it a blinking. book? No, the arch. Ramiel. Oh, Ramiel. the arch and Ramiel. Are they going to use that arch that Nesta like fought under? Oh my god! That also looks like and is described like the arch in Tower of Dawn in that painting. It does. Do, do they even need to though? Because Bryce has the horn on her back. Well, they had she did have to use, so the horn on her back can rip rip open rifts or apparently like activate the gate for her to go through because mm-hmm. that's what she went through. 
but then Nesta is technically still the wielder of the dread trove. And yeah. with Bryce there, all four items are together again. So it's, and, and, and Nesta Reese still has maybe, some powers. You know, between realms. There's so many possible ways for them to get. Like, she really set it up that she could do anything. This is why nobody can nail down exactly what she's planning. <gasps> is the, Mia said is the entrance to hell in the prison. Yeah, I've wondered that too. Or at the bottom of like the library. Libraries are so important in these books. Libraries are. are really important. I have a whole thing on it in one of the theories about the libraries. Um, one of the yes, fan girl. theories because I'm like, Sarah loves a library and Sarah loves an educational book. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. It all came from Beauty and the Beast. Just kidding. Just the one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So do we want to move on to theories from our listeners? Okay. So the first one is Lydia and Rune. What's going to happen between them now? Will Rune forgive her? I think they're mates. So I think Rune will forgive her. I'm not remembering this very much. (laughs) So, that's, that's like okay. De Mati's they thing, had right? like the connection they yeah had. like but he he they were using that stone for him to communicate okay but then they found out they could communicate without the stone yeah yeah yeah, yeah and that's not but she was able to communicate back to him too so it's like was it just i mean mm, recently like a meeting with cassian and azrael even though they're not Mati, so yeah exactly it could just be his powers but the link was so strong and he can't seem to do that with just anybody like like over like they weren't even in the same space you know yeah yeah because Cassian talks a lot about how like he'll Mm. be out of Reese's range yes so there is like a limit to it I think that Lydia is going to keep her cover and have to torture Rune and I think Rune was tortured by his father in preparation for this I think there's a lot more to the Autumn King that he in actually was doing some stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. he would get burned all the time and be like prepped for it. And I think Lydia is going to have to torture Rune to keep her cover. With but the I fire. think oh, yeah, God, that's going to make me sick. But it's something he can withstand. So if she says, I have to torture him, like let's use his powers against him, whatever. Mm-hmm. She can sound like she's torturing him, but it's something that he's spent his whole life dealing with, I guess, processing. And I think she'll help him get out. I'm, I'm like hopeful. I'm like, come on, Rune, please survive this. But I do think it's going to be really ugly. I think it's going to be really bad. I'm so scared because I know that she could, she can write a way out of it, but I can't think of a way. The oracles, could the oracle be wrong? Yeah, but like we're not set up to believe that. And the whole like the royal bloodline will end with you. Is it the starborn bloodline? Because that doesn't really make sense with everything else that we think. So it has to be the Autumn King. It's the royal bloodline will end with you. Like, that's how is he going to survive this? <laughs> like, unless he's just Maybe not Sarah's going to crush the whole world. Like, the whole world's going to be gone. <laughs> it was like a mild prediction, but it was actually like, goodbye, Crescent City. Yeah. Like, the whole thing's gone. I mean, it is. I don't know. From the beginning, it is real gross, if you think about it. Like, if they could send everybody back to the planets that they came from, like, back to their homes, you know? That sounded really gross. But you know I didn't mean it like that. I know exactly what you mean. Like all the it's, al- it's almost like freeing them, though, because yes. everyone's like yes. trapped yeah. under the ethereal. I knew what you meant. I wasn't saying go back to where you came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not hopeful. 
I'm scared. That sounds awful. I'm prepared to cry a lot over Rune. Me too. On that happy note. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Hold on. What did Megan just say? She said, I think he will abdicate. I think he could abdicate, but also I may have been reading too many trashy prince or princess rom-com books for the holiday season. sort of did abdicate. Like, he gave it to Bryce in the end of Hosab. That's true. Mia says, I assume. Well, but it would, actually. Because if you think about... Well, I guess not. It's still the royal bloodline. That's true. Unless Bryce is never planning to have children. That's true. So it's not that he like continued it. Yeah. Or would? But he made the choice to give it away. Yeah. Even if Rune has kids, they will not because he abdicated. You know what I'm saying? If Bryce plans to not have, they're not. You know what I mean? But if Bryce plans to not have kids. Mia just said it's the royal part that's ending, not the bloodline. I don't know. Maybe. Because if you think about, I'm just trying to, <laughs> guys, I've watched all the crown, okay? So I know everything <laughs> about the monarchy. Um, So I'm just thinking, like, if you look at, okay, but now, no, I'm questioning what I was well, about because, to say. Because like, bastards are still because... part of the royal bloodline. They're just, but they're not royal. They're not royal, like that. they're still part of the royal bloodline. Mia said, if you don't recognize royals anymore, the royal bloodline is moot. So maybe it's not that like the line mm. is dead, it's just that the royalty level of them is gone. Because maybe someone else is going to be high king over everybody. This is real hopeful, but I like that. <laughs> like, why? Because why was that talked about in uh-huh. Silk Flames if it's not going to be important? Reese, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was suggested to him several times. Amran, because I was just thinking, like, oh, the, like whenever I'm trying to remember their names, but whenever Queen Elizabeth's uncle abdicated, it literally shifted mm-hmm. the whole bloodline. I mean, like, yes, they're brothers, but it, like, even if her uncle did end up having kids. Like those kids would not, not in line. be a part of it anymore because he abdicated. So his entire line is now basically exempt from like any type of royalty. But I guess it would still. I get what you're saying. I just. But, am still but like, then I'm thinking, I'm like, but her brother is still the royal bloodline. Still line her brother, even still... if he's not recognized. I don't know what she's going to do, but she writes into holes and then writes right out of them all the time. And we think there's no way out. Here's right? the thing. I love Sarah, but she <laughs> will find any way <laughs> to keep people alive. That's true. <laughs> so, um, you know, if Resand couldn't come back to life at the end of Aqua War, anything can happen. And bring Amran with him? Right. <laughs> Feyre comes back from the dead. Resand back from the dead. Amran back from basically the dead. Like, it's like the supernatural of the literary world. You're going to come back from hell. You're going to be alive again. Cassian, You're no longer a demon. Asriel, like, totally destroyed. They could fix them up perfectly fine, but, you know, they couldn't have fixed a C-section. <laughs> still, <laughs> still just, if I was, I just reread Silver Flames, and that just, like, blows my, like, why is that so hard? Why is that so hard for 
Uh, he should have done like his little wing claws were like stuck in her uterus or something. I would have believed that more than like they couldn't do a C section. I agree. I'd be like, oh well, it's magic. Okay. No, we can't cut him out. What? (laughs) Anyway. Agreed. Let's move on. (laughs) That was supposed to be about Lydia and Rune. Okay. Next, will all three series merge (laughs) in Flame and Shadow? I'm voting yes in some capacity. Mostly because of this archway theory that I saw on TikTok. And I want to give her credit because I did not come up with this. Let me try and find her name. But this whole archway thing, like the painting also in Tower of Dawn, kind of even represents what happened with Cassian and Nesta. Mm -hmm. Like... Cassian being like forced to do something against his will Ness, like him overcoming it it like is Maeve no not Maeve I mean yeah I do think that Maeve is a bitch but I'm thinking <laughs> Rialyn like does she have something going on with her like Vogue wise that she could like con- I know that it was the crown is the crown Vogue mm. I don't know. Mm. So, like, I feel like there's maybe something going on with, like, Vogue-ness that could introduce the Tower of Glass series into this. Um, The Tower of Glass series? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what I meant. Correct starting letter. (laughs) Her name is Rosie on TikTok. It's a court of thorns and Rosie. (laughs) And her theories are so much fun to watch. Um... I just really like hearing her talk. It's she was she the one that I was talking about is Remiel and Analias. Send it in Discord if you can. Yes, I shall. I think the challenge is like just from like doing my publication reread is that because there's so many things that are so similar and mm-hmm. there's so many theories I'm like oh she could totally do that but then you see another one I'm like well that makes that one not accurate anymore <laughs> it's like it's just like a you could just literally never stop theorizing that person or they're all like, they all make sense like yeah. at the same time and I'm like that it's terrible yeah, that too yep that person that has like the encyclopedia of like all the descriptions and all the things and like keeps track of it has to be like underpaid because no amount is enough to keep track of all these things that Literally. she creates. Does she have a whole room in her house that is like someone? She has a notebook. I thought she said she has a notebook. It's like a binder. Yeah, and they'll like binder too, they'll like Sarah. double check you out. <laughs> I've got a binder too. <laughs> it has stars and moons on it. <laughs> is anyone with me that we're gonna see Throne of Glass at all in this book? I would not be surprised if it tied. I'm not saying it would be like a big thing, but I feel like some part like of it more mentions. will. Yeah, like I feel like I'm going to stand by what I said before is like it's going to be there's going to be a mention of like a not necessarily just a mention of the world, but like a very clear mention of like someone that we absolutely know is rep- like thrown mm-hmm. across or a minor character that we find out is already in Crescent City. Yeah. Well, because Throne of Glass and Akatar have already crossed. So now Crescent City has crossed with Akatar. So, like, it's like that, you know, a famous person by one association. Like, it's kind of like that, you know? 
-hmm. I just think about it wasn't this last talk that she did it was like last fall when we were visiting the Pacific Northwest when like you were out there too yeah she did a talk and you somebody know, asked her, <laughs> somebody asked her like, oh, well, Throne of Glass is complete. And she was just like, is it? Yeah. She, well, she said. That was she, rude. It was so <laughs> rude. That was rude. It was so, and she also said about Crescent City, like the four book thing where she's like, well, there's four houses. Yeah. But then she also said that her plan originally was a trilogy of Bryson Hunt's story in the same way that she did Feyre and Resand. And then potentially a spinoff. Like she hinted at that. She did. She, you know, she always speaks in Amarantha type riddles where you think it's <laughs> obvious, but then you're like, oh, is it too obvious? She like is our Amarantha. Right? I'm sure she would just love to hear that. <laughs> I personally feel victimized by Sarah Jamie. <laughs> she makes us feel unhinged. Yeah. Truly. So maybe, so like, well, nothing at this point, after what she did at the end of HOSAB, nothing will surprise me. And also, like, I'm not banking on it. And I don't expect, like, Aelin to just come through flying in with all of her powers back. Why just not? Like, I would love that. <laughs> but I just, like, don't see her doing that. Yeah, That's I not the this, direction it seems to be going in. I put this in the chat, but when I was finishing up Kingdom of Ash, I was 100% convinced she was going to get all of her power back from the Lord of the North because they kept referencing like this eternal flame between his antlers. I'm like, oh, that's going to be like his gift to her for like protecting the world. No, I think with Aelin because she didn't want it initially. Yeah, that's true. It was like a burden that she had to carry because mm -hmm. she was the chosen one to destroy, you know, to like, oh, so symbolic back or whatever. Yeah, true. I, I feel I like if Aelin came back around, it would be. Like, if they actually pulled her in somehow, there's a crossover, they go there, or she comes there. I feel like her stance would be, I will give you everything I know, but we're not, we're not fighting this. We've done this. Like, we're done. I'm protecting my world. I will give you help, but I cannot help you. If she's, like, if we're, like, coming in at the same timeline, like, at KOV, like, mm -hmm. like, they've got a family now. Like, I don't think yeah. she would go fight this battle. I think, but I think she I would think she's help. retired, but I think some of her children might not be. Oh, shit. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Yeah. A Galathinius Ash River. We saw four of them in Rowan's vision, you know? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very true. Oh, shit. I'm here for that. I do think Aelin is done, though. She's she's like, had enough, man. Let her, let her out for life. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind, like, a tiny little... Like, what is that word? Are they like just like a cameo? Like a little cameo? Yeah, yeah. Where she just comes in and like flips her wrist and like does something that completely changes everything for everyone and then just goes back home. You know, like I could see I could see her <laughs> doing something like that. Yeah. A little Selena pops out. Mm -hmm. Selena. She's like, mm, little attitude. I'd be really happy for that, actually. Same. <laughs> okay, next up hunt I, I just have a quick question do we all like hunt yeah i like Hunt. i mean i don't i think he's okay him. he that's how i feel he's okay i like him for bryce and i feel i have sympathy and compassion for him but I'm, he's not my favorite sjm character by he's at the bottom of maybe 20 he's people like, like oh that's too bro -y. <laughs> he's a, yes he's a bit too bro -y. yeah i understand I, that I but i kind of like that about him because like 
he's like the angel of death or whatever they call him like he's shadow of death massive like assassin but like he's really just like this normal bro dude (laughs) you know he likes to watch trash tv with her yeah (laughs) go to sunball games (laughs) i like watching trash tv sometimes right sometimes you just need it i'm like impartial either way that's kind of how i feel yeah yeah so the hunt orion theory hunt's name is orion athalar and in greek mythology orion is killed by his lover artemis do we think ice will have to kill hunt okay i dove deep into this on reddit yesterday because i was like i need a refresher on the mythology and i know that there's like different interpretations but the one that i was reading and i wish i had the reddit name but i'm not taking any credit for this but she was talking about the theory (laughs) where um artemis shoots orion in the ocean after apollo tricks her and i was like i feel like that could happen like bryce could misdirect power and accidentally hit him and then the myth then she takes orion's body and like places him among the stars and like i could see that like something like that happening but i also feel like yeah the star that's the orion is forever in the stars because she accidentally killed him but i also feel like it could be very indirect i think so if you look at um you know what sarah has done with other like you know mythology and stories that she's stolen from she stolen from borrowed from she (laughs) was inspired by yeah she like (laughs) she uses them but she twists all of them yeah so she could Mm -hmm. do something where it's made out as if bryce is absolutely going to have to kill him and then she bryce finds a way out of it like i don't know i don't i don't see her actually having bryce kill him but maybe that's just because i don't want her to do you think that we would really see like something bad happen to Rune and Hunt in I the know. same book? They're both enslaved right now. I know. How ruthless are you going to be? Well, and in that, in that mythology, it's Apollo, her brother, who tricks her to killing Orion. So it's like, is Rune something going to happen? Like, is Rune going to get like converted or something weird like i don't know like could he get tortured into submission i don't know and leave it but that's only if you go like that specific mythology there's a lot of interpretations but that's the one i i fell into and i was like Mm. i'm buying all of this (laughs) tell me more that could be interesting have rune hmm that'd be sad that would almost be sadder than having them both die to have like rune yeah it would it which is something sarah would do make it make it as painful as she can right okay unless it's really indirect because somebody in the chat said that i i don't recall this but it might be true mates can't kill each other i is that a fact i don't know if i've heard that it is heavily implied it's it's said in akatar that they like mates don't harm one another like they can't bear to harm one another Mm. so we haven't seen that and i think it's said in throne of glass too we haven't seen i don't we haven't seen it play out that we know of but i think it's like an assumption in the fandom that they absolutely can't kill one another but it comes yeah so then it would have to if that's true then it would have to be some kind of accidental incidental like yeah. they could not be on purpose i think mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. Will any Akatar characters go to Crescent City? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. If some of them have not already. Ooh. Ooh. Throw that out there. Do you think I, Amran? I think that. Mm, I don't know if Amran. I think Amran knows for sure. Yeah. I think Resand and Amran know a hell of a lot more than yeah. we have mm-hmm. seen. And I think Feyre yeah. knows more now too because I think Resand has like let her in the loop on that. Like by the time we see Feyre and Silver Flames, when we watch like Yavris keeps the stuff from her in there, but I think that we can see her. She stepped. She's a different. She stepped into like a different. She's truly high lady. Yes. Yeah. And even the way that Bryce talks about the way she perceives them at the end of Hosab, mm-hmm. it's very clear that they're high lady and high lord. So I think that like. You know, there's just some more knowledge there. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But Resand was not surprised by the falling Aelin. <laughs> and he, you know, like, I just feel like he, there's a potential that he has either himself seen the worlds open, sort of how Aelin saw them. I don't know that he's ever actually gone to Crescent City or that he has some knowledge of someone else having crossed worlds. I just don't think there's questions he never they never ask Amran, which I always found interesting that they just like don't they you know when um Nesta sits I think it's in Frost and Starlight Nesta sits down at the table and she asks Amran why her eyes are like that and Amran's like no one has dared ask me that before maybe mm-hmm. it's in Wings and Ruin I can't remember which book it's in but she's like and I Nesta's it's like they, it's like 500 years and they've never even asked her this question like what <laughs> like it's weird. That yeah. might be Wings and Ruin. I think it might be Wings and Ruin. Yeah. Yeah, because it's I had written down I had written down Amron and or Nesta. Because I don't I think Nesta is gonna end up coming back around. For She's sure. not done. She's not like her power isn't done. Nope. The dread trove isn't done. And I think that that could end up being critical to defeating the Asiri. Agreed. What about Azriel? Yeah, with Truth Teller. I think something like that. We need to know, like, how the hell Azriel got the sword. Mm-hmm. The, the knife. I just wonder if, like, him going to Crescent City could be the lead up to potentially him being Akatar 5. I don't know. I don't think, I think that we like could him get... being the focus, I mean, of Akatar 5. I don't like... think that she's going, I think that Sarah writes the the so far the pattern is that she writes predominantly like female centered yeah and the males are there and they can be powerful but like we don't it's not the main thing you know like we don't even yeah. see the full extent of some of their power but we know that they're powerful even like rowan like he rarely uses much power but we know he's like the most powerful fae <laughs> so i don't think it's going to be asriel focused it might be in a lane book or a more book where we get information about asriel more book that would be so fun. But I don't think it's going to be an Asriel book. <clears throat> but also it's interesting that Asriel has the shadows. Mm-hmm. And he has the knife. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this, does he have a connection to the Avalon Fae, Avalon, whatever Fae that Rune comes from? You know, like where, and Reese and Asriel have so many connections. Is this a hell thing? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Let all that frustration out. <laughs> Literally so many questions and zero answers. <laughs> um, okay. 
Will we get confirmation that Project Dusk refers to the lost court in Prithian? Now, this is from the end of Hosab, right? Yes. It's in the Crystal Palace. Throughout all of Hosab, we find... Because uh, Bryce finds in her dining room table that Danica left. That's right. The okay. Pro- the, like, like project. She had to pry it open. Yeah. Okay. The, like, the file in there that mentions Project Dusk. So That's we right. know throughout the book. But then at the end in the crystal palace that's when dusk comes up again i it's i still don't think we have the full like what it actually was though like we don't know that yet but the assumption is that it's the lost court of prithian yeah i just read that part this morning before this and i was like well look at that i still don't know anything Uh, (laughs) but it's at the end it's in the room because it's dawn is it Dawn, Daylight, Dusk, the three rooms that she sees, and then she goes mm-hmm. specifically into Dusk, and that's where, like, everything is. That's where the world map, the universe map is. That's where, like, all the information is on the Asteri. And then we have, but, the, uh, the Dawn Court, Day Court, and the Missing Dusk Court is the assumption. I think we will get confirmation. It is weird that there isn't one. If there's Dawn... I'm getting like District 13 vibes. Yeah. We know that there's a missing, we know that there's a missing court. <clears throat> oh, right. we do. Do like, we ever know like, when the Akatar. court went missing in Akatar? Actually, it's in Wings and Ruin when Cassie, I don't have my Wings and Ruin. I just read me. Wings and Ruin. It's Why in Wings and Ruin this? when Cassian takes Feyre to the Bone Carver. Oh. And that's when Cassian tells her about the like it used to be another court. That's right. I have literally just freaking read that. You know how like the Asteri has gone and like claimed worlds, right? But like some they haven't been able to claim. Yes. I've always thought that Prithian had fought back and they hadn't been able to claim that. But maybe they took a court. But maybe that was the result of them being there is like a court was lost. Well, or but they took so, one and put um, it somewhere else because they do like to create their own little, right? Jess well, just said this in the mm-hmm. chat too, which there's people in the walls in the prison in Nesta. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like they're trapped in there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if I, I remember that. correctly, in Silver Flames, there's like a whole portion where she can hear them, and it's it's like there's this, and then also Aelin when she goes down, 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 down. <laughs> She in the dungeons, she also hears people like trapped in the walls. But it's like slightly different, but they both hear it's like um it, I can't remember which series it is. They talk about people are like screaming for help and screaming for help for their children. So mm. I don't know what that means, but it sounds so like some hysteria shit. Yeah. <laughs> I also think about how good though the i'm seriously blanking on names but um who's the guy <laughs> this makes it sound like i definitely should not be on a podcast about Agatar, but what's the name jurian okay i just jurian. remembered jurian. there's a lot of characters names. there's so many characters jurian's like lover marion is this coming back to me right miriam he, like, miriam yep. miriam it's like they hid themselves so well and they have the cauldron yeah so like could the dusk court 
like have gone into hiding like that some mm-hmm. somehow some way and like was that what danica was tra- but like but i think that does danica the, know about yes because sophie and danica both knew about dusk and that's why it's in a i think it's in a scary project where they were trapping and stealing light slash power magic whatever feeding on and they specifically at the end of hosab talk about how like in one of the worlds that they went to like the children had like were ripe with magic yeah so i think it's i think it's all related to that there's just so much thanks you and me coke whatever is there more to ember than we've been told a thousand percent yes yes especially even just the name yeah the name ember the fire come on Sarah doesn't do anything on accident other than not have c-sections added but does talk about acid in your muscles but other than that mistake that ember is definitely on purpose i've no i've never thought of that before and yeah it makes sense i'm that person that reads and i'm like oh okay i'm taking everything at face value <laughs> katie that is me 99 percent of the time I did a lot of research for this because I was like, <laughs> I'm just here for a good time. Right. I have never solved a thriller mid-read. Like, I am not, no. like, no. I'm just here for a fun time. I'm here for vibes. So this is, like, I, I did research. Whenever I do, like, like that idea I had with Aelin, like, I'm so convinced I'm right. And then I'm never right. So it's like, well, I don't need, I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to read the book, be pleasantly surprised when stuff happens. It's fine. Um, Who's on the cover? She literally said there's a ton of Easter eggs on the cover. She does. I think it's, it's... Joe. Yes. Joe Mama. I think it's... Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Katie. Kayla, That's don't good. smile. I saw that. <laughs> I think it's... I'm not going to say her name right. Ariane? Ariane? I think it's her. I think the snake... The dragon? Snake is the vice... Yes. Ooh. I think she's the person... And then I think the thing behind her, people on Discord cannot see me, but I'm acting it out, is the dragon's head. I saw somebody do that on TikTok. They showed that it's the nostrils, and then it, like, goes up like a dragon head. And I think the snake thing has to do with the Viper Queen, because it's gotten bigger through the three covers. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Right? Like, I can put it in the chat, because I was just looking at it. Oh, somebody did Mia, you're an rock star. So it looks like a dragon's head with the nostrils. Oh, you're absolutely right. It does. I did not come up with that. I'm not taking full credit. Somebody on TikTok did. Um, and I was oh, just like shit. blown away because I was like, it does. <laughs> but the snake is something. I'm like a big Viper Queen. Like, I want to know everything about yeah. the Viper Queen. And I did notice the snakes get bigger and bigger on the covers. It's very small on Bryce's cover. It gets a little bit bigger on um, Hunt's cover, and then this one, it's huge. I think it's. I think she's going to be huge in the book this time. The Viper Queen. Yes, I think that's yeah. why the snake's so big. I was just thinking that this it's morning. I think that mm-hmm. I was re and I was reading Crescent City One, and Rune is like very concerned, and so was Hunt about Bryce trying to go talk to Vi- to the Viper Queen when they're you know tracking things down um and i'm like and i i don't remember reading the first time i don't remember everyone make like like rune is super powerful like hunt is super powerful and everyone is scared of him and i didn't remember it being such a big deal like that they were like don't fuck with the viper queen and now Mm -hmm. i'm like 
oh shit and especially at the end of the book with you know Farian selling himself to her taking the blood oath it looks like two books two book spines oh I could see that too you guys you're putting so much there's so much because there's like a line at the top Mm -hmm. that kind of separates it she also has well I do think books are going to be important I mean we've got like the book of breathings we have the book um what's the book that (laughs) I'm seriously like so dead today the book that um Farah and Rhysian like that's the book of breathings oh it is oh my god it is yeah it's literally the exact same book okay that's what I thought and that's why I was really confused I'm like wait okay so wait so they have oh and that's why people were like well the book can't be in two places at once and that's why they have to be traveling back in time but I said I don't think that the book is in two places at once. I think Adis is it like a third party or and or other yes, I think third parties are moving the book where they need it to be for the ancient players and the playing the ancient game. <laughs> they just need it. Ooh. I need this to be here because I need Aelin to need to see this book now. I need this to be here so that, you know, like because in each you know? Right. In you each know? series <laughs> that book or is it the cauldron moving the book itself? Ooh. ooh. It is described because as like sentient. It could <laughs> be moving the book. Hocus Pocus's book. <laughs> yeah, it's flying around with its one eyeball on everybody. She also has like word mark looking things on her arms. One of them's three mountains. What? It does look like three mountains. The little M in the corner. She also has yeah, the her left star on her forehead. So it's like, mm-hmm. <sighs> and the claws. The claws is what made me first think like this isn't rice because in the corner her hands are clawed yeah could be amarin is it manan but i don't think i, I don't think an akatar character right. would go on the cover was also why did that even happen like was that just for funsies the dragon like sarah doesn't right. things for nothing like for funsies. except the otters <laughs> and the chocolate cake and some of the spicy scenes totally listen the otters are gonna my, come back my little it's gonna turn out <laughs> it's gonna turn out that the viper queen is only scared of otters and they're gonna save the day <laughs> <laughs> the otters are gonna have their comeuppance listen can the I'm otters come to Prithian too that'd be great oh, oh you're right that'd be great in Prithian, they have the little foxes that deliver mail in the winter court. And that is also adorable. That's true. Janine just said black blood coming from her eye. Yeah. Volg. Volg. Yes. I'm trying to grab my other covers so I can. And dragons said, are in the uh, house. Dragons are in the shadow. house of flame and shadow. Like, And it's interesting. This one has leaves. Like specifically, I... it's like autumnal. It's yep. leaves are falling. It's uh, cold. And the other covers don't have that. Hmm. Oh Mia also pointed out golden eyes, which is also a Volk tie. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. Slash witch tie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could feel- we could do a whole episode just on the cover? I know. So, yeah. So instead of bring me back, cover, bring was, me back. <laughs> we will do a bonus episode. Of course. Really. Everyone just agreed with me, and we like moved on. So I, I love that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, could the pillar on Ramiel be a portal or be used as a portal to another realm? Yes. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I, I think, think that, so. I just think that that's con- also 
also like who is this first warrior like who they don't know like why did he mm-hmm. <laughs> why, is, why did he want the shit at the top ramiel what is it a stone why did he want that so what that they the can stone? touch it and be transported back down but like what and was healed. it before that and healed. you know what i yes. mean like what was it before that like was it something else and someone knows what it was but now it's been turned into that for the blood right well like you know in what I mean? throne of glass they have the black the way that it's described those black um when aelin goes i don't know which book it is i'm sorry i think air of fire maybe nope it's kind of midnight one of the early books she goes down but she's still learning about the Valg, like figuring out what they are. And she, when she, with that creature that comes up from the library that her and Dorian take out, mm-hmm. or that when she's going down there, she talks about there being like these stone tables that she can tell there's like scratch marks and stuff. So she knows they were used for like, like some kind of torture and or like changing of a person. And I think that she, mm. we're eventually at the end of that book, we come to the conclusion that those tables were where they, invest like infest invested infested infested people with the vow um doesn't she also say though that it seems ancient it's i feel like there was a little bit of like it's black it seems ancient so it's like is this where they were making the vow or is this something else like i remember interpreting yes yeah i that's what i was like i think that we're we think at the end of the book that's what we're supposed to think but i don't think that was the end of that like I think there was more yeah. to it. And the thing on top of Ramiel is reminiscent of it. Yep. Is it possible that like any <laughs> of the like Reese or Cassian or Israel, could they be related to that first warrior? Like bloodline? Could be. Lots of possibility. I just want, I want, like, I feel like that is, because, like, the only thing that we hear, I'm sorry, I'm, like, literally jumping. I don't even finish the sentence. I just did it again. just did it again. Um, <laughs> I love you so much. That's but, what she does to us, though. Because you're, like, <laughs> you know, wait, oh, oh, I'm, like, a, I'm, like, a dog looking for a squirrel. Anyway. Um, don't say that too loud. I know. <laughs> Phil goes. Uh, so, Cassian says that, like, they just bear they just like literally don't know anything about this guy but they like do this every year in honor of him but like they don't know what he was doing why he was doing it and they've just like accept that as a story and that seems so weird to me yeah like what do you mean you don't know why yeah you just do this this you just go and like kill each other because you don't know anything about this guy i feel about this the way that i feel about tamlin being like i never thought to ask why i have this pool of moonlight starlight in my yeah i don't know it's really what do you mean why is that there yes i think that's on purpose though because like reef sand is one of the only people that is like constantly researching and like Mm -hmm. looking into things other than um helian has the libraries right yeah other than helian's libraries it's like everybody else in prithian literally seems like they're like it is what it is. We're vibing. It just is. Like nobody asks questions and Rhysand's thought of like weird because he's thinking of other worlds and doing all of those things. This is completely yeah. off topic, but at the beginning of Hosea, when they're when Bryce is like at the like theater with her parents and stuff, they see the statue. There's all these busts, you know, and they they see the one that looks like Hunt that I think mm-hmm. I sent you guys something about. And then they see the one 
that is a man on a Pegasus. And I'm like, is that Helium? <laughs> because also Ooh. in Wings and Ruin, when Feyre is like meeting him, when she meets, she meets him like at the High Lord's meeting, but then afterwards, she says that like his charm and the way that he like comes across is like um like a shield because she can feel that he has thousands of years of ancient wisdom within him like it's worded something like that and so i'm like what the fuck does he not know <laughs> like there's just i think that's just like more proof that like the libraries are so important yes yeah also the bust on that topic because like i just read the end of house of sky and breath i did not make it through the whole book but i read the end when she's running down the hallway away from Regulus, Regulus, whatever, she keeps naming the busts that are getting hit. And there is such a weird thing in both the first book and CC1 and CC2 that Bryce is very aware of the, the busts. Like, who are the statues? What's on the statues? And I just find that really, like, we're missing something mm-hmm. like that. Like, is it Helion? Is it something else? Like, I feel like one of these busts that are somewhere in this world have to do with one of our other worlds because they keep coming around and I'm like you're running for your life but you're noticing what bust is exploding like she would have <laughs> right. to really know who it is like it would have to be important and I feel like I feel like Xara does everything on purpose but that feels very purposeful to be like why are you naming the bus that are exploding as yeah. she's sprinting down the hallway <laughs> for her life <laughs> for her life like window zapping all over the place and she's like oh no there goes that bus oh no there goes that one and I'm like who would even notice like I don't even know what question we were answering anymore could the pillar be (laughs) a portal (laughs) the pillar is a bus there you go it's connected um Jessica Jessica how and why does she have the Book of Breathings and when did she get it? I said my bit. I think the cauldron moved it. That's my theory on it. Or somebody who currently has the cauldron, Miriam or whatever, somebody has sent it somewhere safe and I think it ended up with Jessica. But the I don't know timeline. Yeah, the only reason I think potentially Adis or another like Prince of Hell and or I don't know somebody who can shapeshift because there's always fucking cats in and around the libraries and dawn that is a major thing yeah the cats Mm -hmm. are major and they like lead they like lead your irene they like they protect them so are you saying that they're not cats and they're best cats yeah we know that they're not just cats Yeah. yeah Like we know that from the text in Tower of Dawn. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I they're that. they're they're like pseudo cat. Like they're special cats. They're a <laughs> god's cats. Oh, man. What did you say? I said yeah. I knew yeah, that. yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like. I was thinking them. that too. Amy Lou Mary Sue said, "I think the cats are spies," and I did think that like maybe Hell has been sending the cats to try and find the book. Yeah, and so they're searching all these libraries trying yes. to find the book because in all three series there's something with cats in libraries so yes. just like because they're meant to be okay bookshop cats that's true. one of my favorite that's things so in the true. world it's the best 
So I still don't know when or how exactly <laughs> Jezeba got came to it, but like Jezeba and Adis clearly have some history of like they they have shared history of sorts. It could have happened sometime during <clears throat> Silver Flames. It got sent because because we know that like when Bryce lands there, it's like several months post Silver Flames. Yeah. And like who knows how long Jessica even had it in the library. It could have been relatively new. Oh my god. Did it make it out? Of Crescent City? Yeah. After the first one. I don't think I don't know that we know that for sure, but I think Yeah, yes. I don't think we know for sure. I think Hope it didn't protecting get... the damn books. Hope it didn't get sure vacuumed up. <laughs> I lost my shit when she pulled out a fucking overhead. <laughs> seriously lost it. I was like, she is not vacuuming him up. Just for good measure. So good. <laughs> oh my God. That's there... like one of my favorite scenes ever. Yes. That was a shower thought for sure. And she was like, I'm doing it. I just, <laughs> I just read the part like in the very beginning of Crescent City One when she like mentions when Danica goes to put the sword in the closet and she like mentions the vacuum being there offhandedly. And I was like, we all just like went right past that. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, I will say there is a person on Reddit, Yaz the Bookish is their name, and they have a theory about the timelines. And I have it pulled up, I can't share, but they put all the books from the three series into what they believe the timeline is. And if the book of breathing, it's really cool, I'll send it to you. Um, they put like huge presentations together and then like deliver it with graphics and it's amazing, but it's like five graphics across for the timeline. But they believe that Power of Dawn and then A Court of Silver Flames and then Kingdom of Ash and then Crescent City. So if the book is moving, there's a possibility that it was moving between those timelines in, in that because it wasn't needed after Akathis and then it could have moved somewhere else to Crescent City before it was found by everybody, but a really good presentation. Kind of wild. <laughs> I love the internet sometimes. I know. Sometimes then, I hate it, and sometimes yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, we did kind of talk about this a little bit, so this can be a quick one. But will Meryl play a role in this book, studying the stacked realms? Yes, I do think. I think she's going to definitely be a character that. Um is like brought back yeah they're gonna i think they they're have gonna a, they're gonna go question her yeah they totally have a conversation with her yeah not like interrogate her but like question her knowledge like yeah yeah like what are you studying yeah. please share it with us yes um do you think luna's horn works similar to word gates yes sounds a lot similar it does i mean it seems similar i liked what you and mia were talking about how is the stone at the top of Ramiel possibly a word stone? Because it does heal you when you touch mm -hmm. it. So is there some sort of magic in is the right word imbued? Yeah. Yeah. Into that stone. Yeah. Is it a word stone? That's it also cool. transports you. Correct. I think from Crescent City one we learn we we learned that the horn can like rip open holes. Like, that's how it's, like, rip open holds in the northern rift and the southern rift, whatever. It can, like, open a rift. Yeah. So I think 
channeled correctly, yes. But I think it has to be channeled in a specific way. That's why they needed the gate. She could I don't I don't think that as it is by herself, Bryce could just like open to an intentional place. Like I think she could open rip accidentally sort of thing mm-hmm. with the horn by itself. But just imagine them figuring out how to use it as like the whole dread trove. Mia like, said somewhere right? in the chat that Crazy. she thinks that you maybe need the dread the full dread trove, so like the horn included, to access hell. Uh so that's why it pulled her there. Oh. So that's how they can access it then. This makes silver flames make so much sense. I love that. Who's yeah. That? Mia. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like, and it would make sense oh my god, it would make so much sense. Sorry, Regine, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, because, like, one of the big questions has always been, why Why was Bryce pulled there? Like, why Prithian of all places? And that would make sense if the horn likes calling to like, and it yanks her yeah. to where it needs to be. But also, why? You know that gift? <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you think about, we know that Hell previously fought against the Asteri, right? yeah like they are like enemies they are straight straight enemies (laughs) and that makes so much sense that like why does the dread trove exist in the first place did hell create these pieces so it's like so that if if it was needed they could be accessed in this way but like basically it's like a like a lock to their world but you have to know about it and you have to have all of them and be able to wield all of them simultaneously like Mm -hmm. as a protection Oof. that timeline is so cool um I'm that gonna... if, if you take a minute i will shout it out please go down her rabbit hole of a reddit page i'm not a big reddit user but yesterday i became a huge fan i went through every presentation that she has put together or, i'm sorry they have put together i don't know who yaz is um and they're amazing like every presentation is so thorough the research is insane it's like phd level it's amazing that is so cool yeah totally makes me feel super dumb but like happy about it <laughs> like happy about it <laughs> um will we find out how as got truth teller yes i think so i think so i think that's going to be like one of the first things that is asked in crescent city three because they're going to be like whoa what you but the swords tell yeah. us how these came to be because he asks Bryce or Amron asks where did you get that sword yeah so like obviously it's gonna be we're gonna get that information finally um is Lydia connected or related to Aelin I've seen that theory and I don't buy it but I don't blame anybody who does I have no proof behind my reasoning I just don't see them being related in my head I, I don't when I first, the first time I read Crescent City 2, I thought that there was a lot of similarities. And like, if you go back and look at how Rowan describes their, like the oldest daughter in his vision, it for sure could be Lydia. But then when you look at Lydia's history and like her, what, what we're given as her, you know, parentage and stuff, it doesn't line up. It doesn't make sense. So I'm gonna say no. In the eyes, because yeah, it's like with have... with Rune and uh, Resand, like it's so obvious. It's like they look alike, other than a tan. 
or well I don't know yeah. it could be his hand whatever their skin tone is like slightly different but other than that it's like so the same Amarin and Siri are so the same I was like if she wanted if Sarah wanted that connection I feel like it would have been even more obvious like it yeah. would have been making you think it hard <laughs> I guess agreed yeah Mia says it feels more like doppelgangers than it does relatives yeah I feel that way too yeah like is maybe somebody comes from our throne of glass world and sees her and is like damn you look a lot like our queen like mm-hmm. I could see that but I I just don't feel like they're related we have one more that we pulled from discord from Amy Lou Mary Sue was Maeve the original wielder of the Dread Trove? I don't remember how she walked through worlds. You don't remember because we do not know. We just know that she figured it out. Oh. She figured it out by studying in libraries. Hey. I love a library. Wait, that we all just looked at each other. <laughs> libraries, you say? Yeah, she says, when she tells her story, she says that she figured it out when she's talking to Erewhon and she says that she's figured she figured it out and then they figure it out after her like they follow her right so I don't know maybe maybe but I don't know how unless it was written somewhere I don't know how we get that information back yeah yeah true Unless somebody wrote it down, which I'm going to guess Maeve didn't. She, she didn't want anyone to repeat what she did. Mm-hmm. I feel like also, we couldn't get that information. It's kind of sus, though. Like, it seems like it seems like an open hole. You know what I mean? So, like, it's like a little sus yeah. that we don't know. Mm-hmm. That seems like it's important. So, like, I feel like we have to learn it somehow. Unless someone in another realm knows, too. Or she lied and someone did it for her and she took credit for figuring it out. <laughs> like, Maeve would do that. Accurate. She would do that. Regardless, she would have, like, learned it. She did obviously didn't need to be the wielder of the Dread Trove anymore because Dorian reached in and snapped the magic that she learned so she couldn't walk through worlds anymore. That's true. So mm-hmm. someone else would probably still need the full trove in order to do what she did if she was the wielder. But, like, can you just, like, learn it? I mean, you've got Bryce, who it's, like, a part of her skin now. So it's not, like, like what do you do? Pick up Bryce, like, bah, bah, play the horn, you know? <laughs> <laughs> does. I bet Hans would like that. Oh, my God. It, Especially it if he gets just stuck on her toes while he does it. <laughs> It is curious to me, though, how one of these Dread Trove items has an expiration date now, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a long one, one because of those say, but sure. conventions where they, like, memorialize your skin. Oh, God. Ew. My <laughs> Doctor Who episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's a fact that lives in my brain. It's, it's a company that, like, does that with tattoos is that what you mean yes yeah that's yeah. a real thing it is real that's thing. her that's real it's it's yes real. it's real i didn't oh, make my that tummy oh. hurt. <laughs> it's i don't like that <laughs> yes mia that's the doctor who i was talking about that's bryce right there oh my keep God. the horn alive 
Lord, a lot. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Anyway, are there any final thoughts? Anything else that we want to talk about that we didn't? I feel like we touched on it, but I was gonna say, I do feel like there's a big. This book is gonna be really big into what our next Akatar book is. Like this is going to completely set up, I think, the timeline because I think if I remember correctly, we're taking place like within the year, right? Of uh Like it's like we're not very far off from the ending of that book. Four months. Did you say like six months? I was gonna say months, maybe. I didn't want to like undershoot it. Yeah. So I feel like CC3 is just going to I don't think we're going to be in Prithian super long I don't think we're going to be there for the whole book but I do think that it's going to completely weave us to where we start in the next Akatar. I I don't know how I feel about that I agree with you and I think that some of the things that Bryce is going to have to learn in order to save the world and you know her world is going to tie back to the characters in Akatar and like information that we were missing about them yeah. And then that's that's gonna help set up things. Yeah. I'm curious if she'll learn things like because she can only talk to Amarin and Resan, is she that's gonna learn things time. that the rest of the characters won't know? Mm. And then she leaves. And so then it's gonna be like have to be readdressed again in the next Akatar because there's unless there's a magic that they can give her to like understand languages or they understand her, it's like there's going to be a language barrier through the mm-hmm. whole time. Just download Rosetta Stone. She's got a phone. She should get Google Translate on her cell phone. Oh my gosh. Can you just picture her like walking around Valeris? Like, <laughs> is there a signal here? Like I could see her doing it. <laughs> I know. That's just like so perfect. I'm picturing her going to the club with everybody, and I just really want that scene of her oh going there. Um... It would be amazing. We can we can have it in our heads if she doesn't give it to us. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me on that. Yeah. We're going to have this book. Like at the time that this comes out, it's going to be in a week. Like yeah, all of no. these questions, like all these things that we're talking about, like half of them could be totally wrong. And we're going to know like next week, but like in 40 something days for us right now. But, but if they were right, you heard it here. It's first. been two years that we've all been thinking about this. I can't believe it's been two years. That's since wild. Sky and breath came out. I'm still processing it. Yeah. For real, though. I still want to reread it. That, too. I've got to do my reread before. Or I'm not going to remember anything. I picked this thing up this morning, and I was like, did I read this book? Did I? (laughs) Because I don't remember any of this. I think the end was just like a banger. Like, you just got hit so hard with the end that you kind of forgot all of the stuff that led up to it. The, dude the hysteria stuff is so sick mm-hmm. it is i also read this theory about like the hysteria having something to do with starfall too oh oh i feel like and, i've heard that one too and like there's a reason why there's been less and less as resan says to Feyre, because they're just picking off snacks like, yeah sick ew what if they like oh, have I a also put... into the world, you know? Oh. That would be so interesting well. if that's happening. I was gonna say too, I think because Resan became aware of Aelin during Starfall, 
in ACOSIS, I think he's been doing a lot more research, but we didn't learn about any of it because we were in Nesta's point of view. And I think Reeson has a lot of knowledge that mm-hmm. we're going to learn in the next book of stuff because it says his like, if I remember, it's like he didn't, he sees her and he helps her, but it's like he's focused and then his head snaps. Yeah. It's like he's pulled towards it. So it isn't quite like he necessarily knew what it was, but he feels it, whatever it is. And I, I think, think he that waves. knowing, yes, yes, because he, he feels it and he waves. That's so right. he knows it's a sentient being of some kind. Yes. And I'm curious what he saw because we're seeing it from Aelin. So I'm like, did he see a person? Like, did, did he, he just see a see person light? falling through see... the sky? And he was just like, hey. And then <laughs> her slow, like, how did he know that she needed slowdown power? You know, I'm like, how like did he this. know? <laughs> She's waving Flailing. her around. <laughs> Flailing. And he's like, oh, that looks bad. And like, Helps her out, but I could see Reeson like <laughs> I could see him like spiraling on that. But then with all this stuff with Fair's pregnancy, he wouldn't have had a lot of time. Like he went, like he was focused on something else. But I feel like this little thing's been, I think the word's niggling at his brain for him to come back to and do more research on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say something about Thea and Mia. Put something in here. I haven't looked at it yet, but we haven't we need more information about Thea and Hunt's daddy. Mm. Yeah. I just like, oh. wonder how many lineage questions are going to get asked for like numerous characters. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get, we're going to get more questions than answers. It, I, I almost feel like was Hunt bred Ooh. specifically mm-hmm. with the lightning Ooh. power. Something I read in the in the first book, the way that it was worded, it made me think that he might. And I even wrote it in my book. I don't know where they put them, but I literally wrote like, was he, was Hunt bred for this? And like that is why they, you know, he's so powerful, and that's why they're forcing him to, you know, work with him. Yeah. Why did they power. not kill him? Like they should have just killed him at the end of. House of Breath and instead House of Sky and Breath. But instead they yeah, instead they enslaved him again. Because there's some yeah, there's something in his power that is important to them that's worth keeping him alive. Mm -hmm. All the questions, zero answers. We'll have them soon. So maybe I can't I'm not ready. I'm like not ready. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm not how I'm not gonna be able to read it fast enough. I know. That's that's how I feel. Like you one guys, of my biggest fears. You guys are gonna be done, and I'll be like, I'm on chapter two. When I <laughs> was reading Hosab and I like filmed it, you can see my pupils getting bigger and bigger on the on the screen because I was like filming it, you know, the end, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like reading so fast. And you're gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to stay off socials, everything, mm-hmm. because yeah. there's no way. Hey, I'm not gonna. I, I'm a slow reader too, Katie. I just read a lot, but I just read very slow. So it's like that thing. She's thick. She's gonna take me a while. Like yeah. she's big. Mm-hmm. You want to know what you need? You need Tell access me. to our Discord channel so that you can oh. fangirl and freak out with us in little chapter sections that we make, like what we did for Iron Flame. Oh my We're god, gonna do the same thing. So okay, fun. love that. Love that. I'll be here because yeah. then we can like. 
we can all chat about wherever we are and if anyone else is there yeah like you're not spoiling it for anyone there's no risk of getting spoiled yourself unless you and like you go into the channel and do it yourself right like you can turn off your notifications and only go into those little chapter groups once you've read all of them (laughs) it was that was fun for iron flame it was fun it's gonna be really fun it's gonna be so much fun yeah okay i'm down i'm here for it i'm gonna be alone and <laughs> i'm making you people <laughs> we ready for the social meds we're ready i think yeah. we're i think that's it guys that was fun it was fun that was fun it's honestly all it did was really make me want to reread both crescent cities like right now i know i brought mine with yep. me in case that happened <laughs> there's a book that i bought that i that has this concept but i wish I haven't read it yet, but I want to. But I wish I could eat the book and then have that knowledge. Yes. The book eaters. Oh, yeah. Like, I just need need to have it all, but there's so much in them. And it's like, every when I'm trying to reread, I'll get stuck on one little phrase or one little line. And then I'm like, oh, my God, now I have to go get the other books out because I know this is from the other book. But then it just takes forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's so many books. I can't wait for it all to be out and somebody to throw it into some kind of order of, like, flip from this book to this book to this book to this like I want the whole world because I I feel like I'll do that where I read something like wait a minute wasn't this in Kingdom of Ass and then you go back there but then I I want that doc somebody makes that doc of it's like this is referenced in this book this book and this book and if you read it you can like actually follow the world oh that'd be so cool that would be really cool all right well if you want more crazy stuff like this on the everyday to just like (laughs) pop up on your feed you can find your hosts, um, myself and Meg, are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus Family. Tiffany, who's not here today, but we'll still rep her, I guess. Yep. <laughs> She's on Instagram and TikTok at tiffswish underscore flick. And Kayla is on Instagram and TikToks and threads, damn it, <laughs> at sincerely Kayla Dawn. And Regine, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram and TikTok as Regine Reads. She posts really cute stuff. Mm-hmm. She does. And I we're going like to put her stuff. We're going to like write everything out in our description so yeah. you can find it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, thank you all for hanging out with us. Thank you, Regine, for hanging and chatting with us today. Uh, we loved having Thank you, you for having me. I don't think I could have geeked out harder than this with anybody else I know. So this was like my soul needed this. Thank you so <laughs> oh, much. <God. laughs> um, thanks to everyone for listening and thank you so much to our patrons for your support we appreciate you so so much take care and remember only you can decide what breaks you (laughs) I did cry the first time I heard them say that at the end of the box Oh, don't cry. We love you. I'm a crier. It's okay. I finally understand what you have written in your kitchen. You do not yield. Oh, yeah. Finally makes sense to me now. Yeah. I was like, oh, that is a good line. actually says it to Favor, too. Yeah. When she goes into Weaver's Cottage. But Sarah? No, I'm crying, but thank you for checking on me. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, that's a good wife. She popped her head and she's like, are you okay? She's still creeping. No, No, we're not talking about...
Lahaba. But thank you for telling me. <laughs> but oh. thanks for reminding me about that. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Just bringing up more things for you to cry about. I know. <laughs> oh. Brandon came out into the living room a couple weeks ago and I was crying. I wasn't I wasn't even reading SJM. Like I was reading some I was listening to an audiobook. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Why are you crying? And I was like, I just miss Cassian so much. <laughs> he did not think it was funny. 